Welcome back to another episode of Dos Gringos y Two Latinos. We are four best friends who are here to talk about whatever the hell we want, and you're invited for the ride. I'm your host, Pedro, along with... This is Dan. This is Joseph. And we do have Mike here somewhere in the interweb space, but it looks like he's having technical difficulties, so if he's able to join us in a little bit, he will. Uh, at least I hope, unless he's trying to be bogus and trying to ditch on us, because I know how much he loves this show that we're that we're watching. <laughs> um, this season we are following. <laughs> this season we are following the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The four of us do have ties to Utah in some way. Some of us make it our home now, and some of us spend our college years here. So we decided this season to follow this show and give our thoughts on a show that might be out of our usual inter- might be out of the usual entertainment uh, that we watch or enjoy. And this week's episode that we followed is titled Roaring Emotions. And wow, were there a lot of roaring emotions. So before we dive into that, though, I wanted to ask you three. And if Mike, if you're out there and if you can jump in when you uh, can get back in. I've been thinking about this the past week after the last episode. I'm like, do I relate to any of these ladies at all? Like in some which way, like, is there a a character or a cast member that I identify with, that I can identify with in some which way. And I don't know about y'all, but I had a hard time identifying with one until this episode. I actually was like, huh, I actually agree with some of the stuff that this, that this lady's saying. Um, so let me ask you guys first, like Joe, is there anyone that you, uh, or any character that you're like, Hmm, like I kind of, I can relate, like I can relate to this person. Um, I mean, I really, I, you know, I've talked about how, like, you know, Jen and I have similarities and stuff, but there are some things I can relate to uh, with her, especially in the way she kind of, like, harbors feelings and and really kind of, like, prones for the dramatic and just tries to get her own resolution in her own way. And, like, I'm not like that all the time, but I get it. Like, I, I have those feelings sometimes. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that's always been like that. And I've always really also enjoyed um, just, like, kind of that struggle that Heather goes through because of... You know, she got gone through the struggle of like, you know, just having a big, um, you know, religious change in her life. And I've had done stuff like that. And so, you know, there's some some relation there and like kind of just, you know, navigating through life in that way. Nice. How about you, Dan? Is there anything that comes to mind with you thinking about how like you might relate to a character in some way or another? I'm trying to think like I, what's the, the tequila in one's name? Lisa? Yeah. Lisa tequila. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think to an extent, maybe her trying to find her own way as she's navigating, like, navigating changes in life and, like, and figuring out what she actually, I don't know, I don't know if she's necessarily figuring out what she actually believes, but navigating what she believes with what's maybe predominant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, maybe that. I don't yeah, know. Nice. Very cool for me. Like, like I said, I had a hard time these past couple of episodes trying to figure out how can I re- do I relate to any of these ladies and what they're going through. You know, like I've, number one, I'm I'm a dude. Like, how much could I relate? Um, but then to this episode, uh, and this is more towards the end of the episode when they were having their, uh, I guess you could call it a therapy session. Their their Met Gala luncheon, which to me was very silly, but whatever. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> it was very very silly in the middle of the day in Salt Lake City having a red carpet luncheon. Anyway. Just it's the most, but something that Jen said that really kind of made me think a lot was she talked about her experience living here in Utah as a woman of color and saying how hard it was going to high school, always being, you know, the, the last one chosen and, uh, almost, you know, feeling like she was just like an outcast. Like she was, 
never really accepted amongst her friends and always feeling like, again, you know, she had to work twice as hard as any, everyone else in order to prove herself. And I felt that I was like, you know what? Yes. I recall many times and I'm not going to get too deep into this. Uh, when I was in college where I did like have issues with, um, you know, in the dating scene. Like I remember I was with, I, I was dating some girl, well not dating, but took her out on a date and her dad, when I went to go pick her up, wouldn't even shake my hand because I was Brown and had an ethnic sound, ethnic sounding name. And he wouldn't even shake my hand. I was like, Oh, okay. It made a really sour, uh, date wow. yeah but it made a, it made a real sour date for the rest of the night because that's all i could think about and i was like man i'm not dating this girl ever again like screw that like i don't want right. to deal with that for the rest of my mm. life or or whatever mm. so i never talked to her again but i totally felt that and even like in school like going to college even going to grad school yeah like even though a lot of my classmates were on like the same i guess educational path as i, I mean they were on the same educational path as i was and they always said, you know, they were very accepting and everything, but it always felt like I had to work twice as hard to show that I'm not an idiot, that I, that I'm smart. Like I read things and I know things like it, I totally felt that. So it's crazy to say, because I also really hate Jen in this show, but I could actually, <laughs> I could actually relate with her on that sense. Like, I feel you. Like, I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like, I totally know how it feels to be a person of color in a predominantly white uh, culture here in Utah that's that's dominated by a religion, and I feel that like it does suck, like it, and it hurts. It's, it could be painful. Shoot, man, that, man. that's real. Let me tell you this this uh, right this little this little kind of fucked up story because what happened was is when I was working at a hotel out there and i had some experience whatever and some other girls were there had some experience more than me even and cool whatever so it was me and two polynesian girls and you know i'm latinx or whatever and we all applied for the night manager position which is considered like a it was like the evening i forget what it was called but it was like more more of an entry-ish level type manager position rather than like front desk manager and so the three of us definitely were qualified for it what ended up happening was they gave it to the white dude that didn't even apply for the position just straight up. Like was just like, they, they, Wait. they told us, yeah, I'm dead. Yo, serious. I remember, and, I remember this. I remember you telling me this. Yeah. For right. Real? Yeah. For real, for, for real. real. And like, um, wow. they, they were like, you know, they sat us down or telling us like, you know, they thought so-and-so was the most qualified out of uh, everybody. And so that they picked him over um, all of us. And we were like, but he didn't apply. And he had told us specifically that he wasn't applying either. And then, you know, I, I you know, I confronted him, but nicely about it. I'm like, yo, bro, what is up with this? What happened? And um, he's like, they just offered it to me and I wasn't going to turn it down. And I'm like, I can't blame you there, you know, but like he did, he, he did not apply for it. And he, you know, was to his word. But at the same time, they just straight handed him the job and, you know, it was a decent job. So why would you turn it down? But he was a cool dude. So I wasn't like mad at him about it, but I was definitely like. Mad at the situation, yeah. Jeez, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's not right at all. So you know, that's my Utah experience. Wow. Yeah, well, I I have plenty of stories, but this is that like, maybe yeah, that could I'm be sure. for a later episode because yeah, I know, like, right? But the things I, we've seen in Utah, yeah. Like I've, I mean, I've seen a lot of fucked up shit in Chicago too. <laughs> Let me be honest yeah, with you. Like, but I'm here, a, I yes, mean, I didn't say there wasn't. We're just talking about Utah right now. Yes, yes. No, you're right. Um, but yeah, this, this is something with Jen that I was like, damn, I feel you girl. Like I get that. Like I 
totally get it. And I've and I felt those I've had those experience in, at work and at play and at church. Uh, it's been everywhere. So uh, yeah, I, I get that. So anyway, Mike, do we have you yet? Are you still here? Is, is your mic working? Nope. So for all the people who can who are listening to us, like we we when we do these episodes every week, we turn on our, our cameras on, on this Discord app so we can all see each other because we're all best friends and I like to stare at Dan and Mike and Joe's beautiful faces. And I hope they like to stare at mine too. But so we can see Mike, but he can't he I can I think he can hear us. Mike, can you hear us? He can hear us. He's nodding his head, but he can't speak for some reason. His mic is Something's wrong with Mike's mic. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So hopefully its computer will resolve itself or something. So it's fighting with some technical difficulties. Anyway, so this episode, holy crap, there was a lot of unnecessary drama. And I don't know about y'all, but as I was watching it, I just kind of kept nodding my head after every little thing that these uh, ladies were getting upset about. The episode started with Jen bringing back, well, the episode started off with them being at the, uh, um, what is the name of that bar that they were at over there by Fashion Place? Um, Prohibition. Prohibition. Prohibition, which which is a really cool place. I've been there once, but they were at Prohibition yeah. having a party, and the whole drama with Jen being upset at Mary about having calling her suddenly that she smells like hospital. Mary telling Jen that she smells like hospital was still ongoing, and Jen basically had just a breakdown, a, a, a emotional breakdown, and called Mary some names from far away. And she stormed out of the uh, bar or the party angry. And her husband picked her up while she was crying and upset at just nonsense, in my opinion. And then she went home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, whoa, she, well, look, I'm, I'm pretty sure she came in sauced. And she just kept going once she got there because... Ooh, she was, she was hammered. And she was upset. She was upset. She had started... Um, I mean, she didn't really say anything to Mary that night, right? But no. she was upset because um, Meredith had gone to uh, Mary's church and then also canceled the sleepover that night. You remember I told you this was going to come back to bite her in the ass, and I say that. Yeah. I said, Jen's not going to like this. This is She's going to take it too personal, and what we see, she definitely took it too personal. But honestly, like, how are you going to have go hang out with your daughter like when you get out of a party at midnight? And like you're supposed, to, yeah, you're supposed to have a sleepover with your friends, like you know, whatever. But she was like gone. She was drunk, messed up, screaming and yelling. And then everybody thought this was super inappropriate because she just went off the wall. What did she say? She called Mary uh-huh. a grandpa motherfucker. <laughs> Which, if you think about how that's worded, that makes no sense. <laughs> or like, did she just say grandpa fucker? Maybe she said grandpa fucker. No, 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 no. She said the other one. <laughs> grandpa motherfucker yeah uh-huh, she said that yep and I, like when she said that i was like wait she's a grandpa mother what how no 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 she's not no 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 no. she's just a grandpa fucker <laughs> so i was like oh my gosh but yeah and then she was like flicking her off from across the room and just causing all sorts of drama and then just stormed off with her long dress and a guy that got caught in the door and she was just mad but then the mm-hmm. whole entire but then the whole entire episode I felt like was just also again, just well, let's go back to that real quick because there was a, there was one thing that made me really upset about that. Why was she mad at her friend for canceling a party when her friend was party a sleepover when the reason why her friend canceled the sleepover is because her, 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 
um, son felt uncomfortable. Like she's just protecting her family. That's all she's doing. Her, she son. her son is grown. Her son's fucking grown. Shut the fuck up with that kid. He wants to be grown and then act like he's so uncomfortable. Man, look, look. He's on TikTok. He be in his own business, doing his own thing. He making shit up just to be drama and get in his mom's business and tell his mom what to do. If he wants to tell his mom he's uncomfortable, sure. But he doesn't get to dictate what she gets to do. And I think it's unfair that he was telling his mother, who is actually very vulnerable right now because of the situation she's in with her husband, how to manage her friend's relationships, which then caused a rift in her friendship with that relationship. So her son's completely out of line right here, completely inappropriate. Like, this is just damaging on so many levels damaging to who to to the relationship between the mother and son between the relationship between meredith and jen and even it goes there further than that because now if you're really going to get deep into jen's psyche it's the relationship between her and coach shaw you know she is feeling extremely lonely right now because of coach Shaw's traveling trouble she's traveling schedule and she's mentioned like it's really hard on her she he missed her dad's funeral because he was going out with the football team. That's tough as shit. Like, you know, yeah, but like, the, imagine. The, the, is that an excuse for her to be acting how she be acting? Though? No, no, no. Hold on. So, so we're getting into this, right? So now we have, this is um, her dad's been dead a year and this is a year of developed just kind of um, loneliness and just like hardship and feeling. So she, she's just under a lot of pressure. And she was talking about later in the like reconciliation luncheon about how sometimes she just snaps and, you know, they were getting into it about that. But what I'm saying is, is what happened was is she's looking for companionship in her friends. And maybe she was a little bit inappropriate with the kids in the room, but the kids aren't even kids. They're grown. They're in college. They're fine. And, you know, for, for Meredith just out of the blue to be like, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, whatever, we're, we're not doing our thing. She's like now feeling lonely from her friendships. And so it just set her off. It set her off the top. You know, I'm not saying it's absolutely right, but I'm just saying like, you know, sometimes when there's just so much going on, people do kind of have a breakdown and they break down in different ways. It sounds like she might need some counseling or something. Oh yeah. They all maybe, do. Honestly, maybe, come, on, yeah. come on. Yes. Man, but we all do. Sure. No, absolutely. Yes. I'm not saying oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But what, but what I'm saying is like, she shouldn't, I don't know, to be, to be unleashing her emotions on other people like that. Like she should, like, she should go talk to somebody and be like, Hey, you got some issues or go, go talk to your husband or whatever. Cause yeah, you're right. She, it seems like she is feeling lonely and the way that she's coping with her loneliness is lashing out of people and forcing people to hang out with her. Cause that's what was pissing me off I too. Mean, is how she was making, she was telling people you need to choose sides. Like, what do you mean you need to choose sides? You know what's funny is when this when this when this whole entire season started, I thought Mary was going to be the crazy one. But honestly, like, <laughs> after what I've seen, Mary's the most level-headed. Like she just keeps it real. Like she doesn't sugarcoat it. Like she, she just keeps it real and just says it how it is, and it really is how it is. She's like, that's it. Like she's crazy too, but well, she could be more tactful. She she could be more tactful, but yeah, she's <sighs> definitely seems to be the most level-headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else yeah. has some. I mean, they all got some serious issues, but. I mean, who doesn't? But my goodness, like after seeing episode going in episode four, to me, Mary's the most level headed. She's just like, hey, I already said what I had to say. And if this is going to happen, well, then it happens. Like, that's your problem, not mine's. And I don't know. I kind of feel her like I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> hey, but like her house, though, what, what do you what do you all think about her house? Like it is, I think, in my opinion, fucking gorgeous. I it's love the decorations. It's amazing. Yeah, out of all the houses I've seen from from the ladies, I think hers is definitely the nicest. It was very, very nice. Everything seems like it's 
strategic strategically placed yeah like mm-hmm. it's nice how everything's arranged and everything it's it's a very very nice house yeah i thought it was yeah i, I like i was when i was watching i was like i want to go there i want to be in maybe the I house should, well let's let's become preachers maybe is this now they're doing it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah where does she live I, hey I there just... he is <laughs> i'm not uh, sure where, she, where lives. she lives she's got to be in the city i would assume I don't think any, no, I don't think any of them live in Salt Lake city. They all live in, in Draper, South Jordan yeah. and park city. I don't think any There's, of them live in Salt Lake city proper. Uh, so the size of her house, I, I would assume uh, she's in Draper or, or possibly, um, mill Creek or something. She stays over there where all the mansions yeah. are in Walker lane. I don't know if you will ever been to Walker lane, but Oh my gosh, they are estates. They're not houses. They're estates. No, I don't think I've ever been over there. I, I have. I have to go. Explore. I've randomly, <laughs> like we were talking about this a couple episodes, Joe, when you were saying like you know parties and whatnot in Salt Lake City. That happened to me, maybe three or four times, where I just randomly were like heard some, there was a party somewhere, and showed up at somebody's house in Walker Lane and well, sorry estate in Walker Lane. I remember going into a couple houses <laughs> for these parties, and there was literally like a, a a creek like going around the house with like fish and like ducks. And you know, a cobblestone driveway with a gate, and their garage is the size of like my block, and their house was just an estate. So there's been a couple times I've <laughs> gone to parties over there in my single days on Walker Lane. So <laughs> it's it's a geez, it's crazy, crazy, crazy amount of wealth. So I would assume she might live over there, but I honestly do not know where she lives. I mean, you saw that party she threw, like what was that? Like the eggs with the caviar on it. And they all had like their special Gucci AirPods and their leather uh, binders and custom pens and shit. It was a Louis, Louis Vuitton AirPods. Yeah. Or Louis Vuitton. My bad. Oh my goodness. So Gucci. Yeah. That was, that was at, so, uh, so low. <laughs> they had that at, I think it was, uh, is it Voltaire? I think it's called in Salt Lake. I've never eaten there, but I know it's a very fancy restaurant. Very, I mean, for, at least for me, it is. I don't, I don't think I'll ever eat there, but it's very fancy. Yeah. I don't know if I want eggs on my eggs. Yeah, Walter's Osteria. That's what it's called. Yeah, I've I've driven past there a couple times and seen it, but I've I've never eaten there. I don't, I need caviar on the eggs. I don't I don't mind that. Caviar's pretty good. Mm. It's the mm. escargot where you lose me. You lose me at escargot. Yeah. No but caviar. Yeah, no I don't mind ca- caviar. I mean, sushi's got caviar in it. <laughs> so I'm okay with it. But yeah, no, it was very fancy. So, um. Yeah, but what else happened in this episode? Jeez, I just I just felt like it was all just random well, drama that was going on. Okay, so another thing that I t- I peeped real quick um, in the episode was that Jen spent eighty five thousand dollars on that party for Meredith in episode one. That it looked like an eighty five thousand dollar party. Ton of money, right? Right. That's like, man. That's so much money. So much money. That's that's like that's more than my yearly salary. Shit. <laughs> Right. That's yeah. three of the cars that I own. Wow. That's I mean, that's three cars of the one car that I own. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Got three cars. Damn, Pedro. I wait. No, no. <laughs> I do not. So, like, I was just like, damn. And then, like, I don't know the whole um, part where. So, okay. So here's. So, all right. You want to talk about where maybe Jen crosses lines? Okay. Where she absolutely crosses lines. And it's not even when they're arguing, it's when she's in the car with 
Whitney, I think it was, right? And she spills the tea about uh, Meredith and Seth being separated. Yeah. Right? Was no, she, she with Whitney? I can't remember. No, no, no. She was at she was at somebody's house, I think. Yeah, somebody's house? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it started getting around, and everybody started talking about it. Because Heather, I think, then told Whitney. Yeah, Jen, Jen told... Jen, damn. Yeah, Shit, Jen, I can't I, remember who told who. Well, Meredith... Jen was the one who disclosed it, right? Yeah, Jen was the one who disclosed it. Because she even said in an off-camera part, she was like, I felt betrayed, so I only thought it was like fair I betrayed her, or whatever. Something like that. Like, she had some sort of fucked That's up justification insane. for it. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, now all of a sudden, her business is out there. One thing I thought was really cute, though, she was like, of course, she's going to handle it in the Meredith way, just so elegant. Of, And I was like, oh, damn. I was like, that's kind <laughs> of a compliment, because, like, you know, she really has been very poised through this. And what? Oh, she, there was, like, that sneak peek, right, where they were talking again, and she, he was like, why aren't you talking to me or something like that? I'm like, she don't want you, man. Go. Because he's trying to get her moved to Dayton. And this was a sneak peek for next episode, I think it was. Trying yeah, to get her moved to Dayton. He's like... Yeah, he's like the corporate headquarters out there, and she's like, "My corporate headquarters are here." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Ooh, bro, you lost her, lost her." Mm -mm. Anyway, I know that's about next episode. We were talking about this episode. Um, Heather hating on Jen's snacks, you know, because Jen was always having snacks and stuff. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Saying that right. she always used to have a snack. She's like a little child has to have snacks with her. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong, what's wrong with yeah. that? Like, ain't nothing wrong with having snacks. Shit, I wish I had right. snacks all the time with me. Man, I want some snacks right now. But yeah, this, you know, this episode was a lot of just kind of like that, that really just the accumulation of the tension building up and then that party where they're kind of making up. And what is the obsession with Met Gala? Okay. One, it was the the Met Gala uh, at the Jen Shaw Chalet. This episode was the Met Gala luncheon. And then my favorite part was in Heather's like, do they even know what Met Gala is? They change their theme every year. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. So I hope I hope Met Gala does a real housewives theme one year. Uh um, the Met Gala luncheon, that was that was cringy. Like when I was watching them getting out of their cars and there were those guys oh, who, the ballet guys who looked the like beef the, eaters. Yes. I was like, what? is this like this is not i i was cringy i was like what if i was like what were people thinking you know random pass buyers going by the 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 restaurant looking at that being like what's going on there like why is there a dude dressed up like a like a british soldier like what is going on looking like a nutcracker yeah i was gonna say it was out of place for sure feeling yeah and it just looked i don't know it just it was awkward it was awkward for a lunch and then like she i mean i mean this is what these ladies do they go over the top for everything but this particular luncheon was way over the top they had she had like these little mini um uh, aquariums with the with the beta fish inside of it just swimming around while they ate like what i i, I don't know it was yeah uh, and it's then, the like, most the white truffle or whatever it was and i forget how many thousand dollars per pound it was Listen, and they were just like that is that was not the last white truffle on the on the planet i'm gonna tell you right now no I mean, I, I don't, I, I've had, I've actually had trouble before. I had it when I was in Dubai. I think I talked about that in an episode last season or two seasons ago when we were talking about food, but the white truffle, like, yeah, it, 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 they're not wrong. Like it is very expensive. Like truffles in general are super expensive because there's only like one part in a region in France where you can get them, where the, you, where the little pigs find them or pigs or dogs or whatever, whatever, whoever finds mm -hmm. them in the, in the moss or wherever they come from. But there's no way in hell that the last white truffle on earth is in Salt Lake City. I'm sorry, but that's impossible. That's just not, no. 
You you can't tell me that this is a culinary mecca where the last white truffle on earth is here in Salt Lake City. No, that, that was just that was just bullshit, in my opinion. But maybe maybe it is. Who knows? Maybe Voltaire Osteria does have the last white tr- had the last white truffle in the world. But I don't I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, that sounds like bullshit to me. I'm going to Google it, too. I, I would think that if there was such a thing, the last on earth, I would imagine it'd be, I don't know. New York or in Paris or yeah, right. know, what's another culin- culinary like capital. I don't know. New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know, but I just not, not Salt Lake. Not City. Salt Lake. No. Yeah. 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 There, there's nothing about there only being a last white truffle anywhere I see. Yeah. But truffle, I, I think it's pretty good. I mean, the amount of shavings they were putting on their plate, I, in my opinion, that was too much because <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> I look now I sound all bougie. But when I had a little bit of truffle, it was a tiny bit. I didn't want like full on shavings because to me, that would just destroy the. The, the plate, I but. mean, it has a Yeah, it has a very strong flavor, like not strong, oh, yeah. but like, you know, like like that kind of oomph to it. So too it's much would ruin it. it like, it, yeah, like it, it's got to be complimentary. Yeah. And it's good. Like I right. had it on on a what did I eat? I had it was like maybe some eggs or something. I had it when I was in in, that, in Dubai, but it was good. I liked it. I was like, damn, this is very good. <laughs> I can see why this is so expensive. I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, that 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 luncheon was over the top. And again, like, like we said, I think in the previous episode, every episode that they do, it's always centered around some sort of party, some sort of get together. It's it's well, I guess unless unless other than the ski the ski one, but everything else has always centered around. I mean, some a, there was a still a there was still a, a party at the end of the ski one, like a fancy yeah, dinner. Right. They they yeah. skied for five minutes and then went <laughs> three hours late for a dinner reservation. <laughs> That's uh, right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and then this one, same thing. Another party for you, huh? How much how much time is passing in between these episodes? I five weeks. Like, is it very the very first episode we were dwelling on? You smell like hospital, and now we're still talking about it. Yeah, you know, I don't know how much exactly, but like, uh, I remember Meredith was saying in one of her like, you know, when they sit them down and just talk to them in front of the camera, she was like, "And we're still upset about this. My birthday party was weeks ago, so at least weeks ago, like however many weeks that means." But she even thought like. A yeah. lot of time has passed, so you know, but it, it could okay. be, you know, let's say, and this is all super speculation right here, you know, there's snow and shit on the ground, so that means Sharif was out, that was football season, so she's probably harboring all sorts of like crazy, like emotions and shit because she's missing Sharif, and so she's clinging on to the issues with Mary, and next thing you know, it's just you know, building, building, and blows up again. So, like you said, that's all just speculation because you know. Who, who the fuck knows? Yeah. I'm really curious to know how much recruiting he's actually doing in the off season. If it's the off season in football in college, where the hell is there an on season in the country for football? Um, isn't that like when they play games? That's the on season. That's what I'm saying. Like, so if 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 the season's over and he's out recruiting and doing PR stuff, to where? Like, where's he going? There's no football. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Does like he's I'm not, at I'm University not, of Utah, right? Yeah, like I'm not asking to be like, hmm, like he's up to something. No, like I'm legit, like wondering, like what do they, like what do they do? 
Well, I was just because I, I was just about to ask, like, do they, they do any like game, recruiting right? outside of the country or stuff like that? I yeah. know, I know. Oh. The, yeah, they did because uh, the U used to have like really good Australian kickers, and they would go to Australia and get kickers from Australia to come kick for the U. There's a couple of them that mm. that uh, that were kicking. Yeah, like I said, kickers for the U, and one of them is actually one of the play by play. I think play by play announcers for the University of Utah football team uh on on the uh, on the radio so um and he's got a lot of fame like we love that dude but anyway so yeah i know they recruited in australia for kickers but i don't know like don't nobody where, where else do they play football american football mm, so i'm not sure like canada like, <laughs> don't get me started on canadian football i i am not a fan of Canadian football after the Mark Tressman era with the Chicago Bears but anyway i'm not going to get into that today. well no, nope, you can't yeah, convince me otherwise. It's Canada's fault. I don't care. To me, it's not Canada's I, fault. I have put my foot down already, and it's not coming back. So, or it's not coming back up. That's <laughs> that's where I stand. So they can go to hell with their Canadian football. Ruin my life. Take a football coach and have him. Man. Take an American football coach and have him try and coach a game in Canada. They should. You you okay? It's a they whole different game. They should. They should take the current coach for the Chicago Bears and have him co- coach in Canada. I'm sure he'll be great. He'll be great at it. And they just Ugh. have him coach nowhere. Nowhere. Anyway, I don't want to get yeah. too much off topic as we're talking about Real Housewives <laughs> of Salt Lake, but yeah, back to this whole football thing. I don't know what he's doing. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not asking that to be like suspicious or anything. I just don't know what coaches do in the off season when it comes to recruiting. When uh, where, where is the if it's off season? Like, where where are people playing football? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe they're visiting families or something. I don't. I don't know. We're talking to coaches yeah. or coaches or players, uh, parents. I don't know. Uh, right. So anyway, or maybe, I mean, I guess they could recruit from junior colleges. I, I, I don't know. So anyway, this episode ended with, uh, looks like more drama's coming up. It looks like Jen still can't let go of the whole hospital thing. Cause she was at the end, very angry and causing up a stir and attacking Mary again, even though she apologized to Mary in this episode. She still went after her at the end, at, at at least the preview show that she's going after her again. I don't know, guys. This is uh, like I, I remember Mike talking about he was trying to take the Catholic uh, priest approach and just try to be like, you know, just try to see the good in people or whatever last last uh, week. But I keep having a harder and harder time trying to keep up with these ladies because the drama to me is just nonsensical. I'm not sure. Uh, and I I said this earlier, this is not my cup of tea when it comes to entertainment, but I'm sticking with it. Y'all I'm going to stick with it. I want to keep watching to have my opinions (laughs) and everything. And then just try to explain where I'm coming from as a middle-aged man, watching these, these 40 year old women fight and bicker after throwing $8,000 parties for each other. And while I'll sit here in my lowly life out here in the suburbs of Salt Lake city, Utah, trying to figure out how to pay my next bills. So, you know, that's, 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 that's my opinion. <laughs> I mean, if you, you keep talking about them like this, I don't know if you're going to make friends with them and get them to, you got to make friends with them. So they can start paying your bills. They, they won't. They'll, they'll, they'll what? They'll yeah. <laughs> they, 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 look the lady who owns, what's her name? Heather, who owns that salon or, or whatever it is. She, I talked about this last episode with, with her throwing a, a baby shower for these uh, for her employees and gave them all Land Rovers, like well, Land Rovers. We don't want to give them diapers because that's not what they don't listen. Ranger, give yeah. me diapers. I will take diapers. They I will take diapers. all the things. Yeah. Yes. Like 
I don't want your damn Ra- Range Rover power wheels. Give me diapers. I will take wet wipes, diapers, all the things that babies use multiple times during the day. Ugh. I'm tired. I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, like I said, it's just a lot this episode, a lot of tension, a lot of, a lot of real, real I, just. Like, I want to see a fight. I want to see Jen put her money where her mouth is and get up and slap and, 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 and go slap Mary. I want to see a fight mm-hmm. because look, mm-hmm. here's another thing. I'm uh, again, I'm very tired, but I am <laughs> sick and tired of her running her damn mouth and just talking mad shit and she ain't backing it up. Go ahead and hit her then. Like, do something. Like, if you're going to talk this mad game about being all mad at each other and then trying to and threaten her with shit, get up and do something. Like, I want to see it. Let's see it. I don't know. I think I think both of them would fucking go to town on each other and end up real fucked up. Like, it'd be one of those ones Let's where it's it. like both of them lose an eye, both of them chip a tooth, I someone see, loses some hair. I want to see like, Botox dripping out of somebody's face. Oh, shit. Could you imagine? Like, Jen gets that, popped in the cheek and it pops like a pimple. No, it pop, pop her in her mouth and watch her, watch her lip drip. I want to see it. I want to she see got the, it. She, she does the, the cheek Botox, too. That's why her cheeks are so fat. Good. Somebody jab her. Give her a jab or do a haymaker. <laughs> I'm an awful person. Oh, my God. <laughs> but let's like and, and, you know, at the end of the episode, like in all fairness, like you saw her get up like she was like Mary was like, what you going to hit me? And Mary was and, and Joan was like, I, I, you want me to? And I was like, yes, please just end this. Just nah, duke it out. <laughs> the, the, they're not going to let it happen to uh, friends because like Heather's going to stand up and she's going to be like, oh, my God, guys, don't do this. <laughs> and and then you know of course like Meredith's gonna like throw a tantrum and leave but make it about her and so that's kind of like gonna diffuse the situation because they're both gonna be pissed about how Meredith always gotta make everything about her that's they what's all, gonna happen at least, but the thing you know. is they all make everything about themselves at that luncheon now they all talked about themselves they didn't talk about qualities in other people at well, all I mean, all they did was just talk look, about I themselves I mean that was the uh that was the uh the project though was to tell something about yourself that you want everybody else to know. You're right. It was supposed to be about like opening up and getting to know each other. Cause remember then what's her name? Um Whitney was all like, I am not a swinger. She lying. And everybody was like, <laughs> right, right. She is lying through she her teeth. All, all them stripper poles. Lying through her teeth. Oh yeah. <laughs> Right, and I was just saying, like, you know, it was part of the uh, them all sharing their feelings, but it's, you know, I I don't mind drama. I have a lot of drama in and out of life and shit like that, right? But damn, like, y'all could be having a good-ass time with all that money y'all got together, Here, like, it, collectively okay. combined. That like, is a great shit, point. I would be like, fuck this fighting. Let's go, like, just have a fucking blast all the time. Exactly, like, I don't know. The drama... On your level, Joe, compare, and this is me too, like I'm putting myself in the same boat, compared to the drama mm. on their level, listen, I will <laughs> give me their money and I won't have drama. It is going to be all good. <laughs> give, I, will, right? I, will buy, I will buy my friends tickets on my G500 and we will go to an island in the Caribbean and we'll have a good ass time. Like, right? that's it. Right. Like, ugh. Oh, like shit. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> no, this has been fun though. Like at least like we can come together and talk about these episodes and um you know like i said we all have ties to salt lake city one way or another like some of us still live here and you know i moved back home in chicago and then moved back out here with my family but you know it's fun like it's fun to just see places that we recognize and to see how i guess these ladies live in large and everything but it's fun to come talk to talk to y'all about it and just uh you know find ways to either make fun of it or relate to what they're going through so it's it's good times. So does anybody else have any final thoughts? No, I just said you're talking about, Oh, hold on. Go ahead, Mike, Mike. Hey, anyone say anything about, uh, can I touch this? You know, I can know I where that, this? I know where can that, I, I know where that, uh, uh, gallery is. I've been in that gallery in park city. Really? Like during Sundance, like it's one of the like, yeah, they're, they're usually open. Um, I couldn't tell you the name of it. It's it's on. So if you're walking up Main Street, you know how Main Street's on a hill. Mm-hmm. If you're walking up Main Street, it is on the left hand side of Main Street. Uh, that's all I know. That's all I can remember. But yeah, I've been in there before. And yeah, it has all these random like artworks and they're all super expensive. Like, I don't even know the name of these people. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's where she was. But yeah. Her touching everything. I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, are you okay? How are you about oh, to walk into an uh, art gallery and then ask to touch all the artworks? Like, that's a no-no. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you just do. Like, Okay, I want to see right, you so walk like, into the Art Institute in Chicago and start touching things. Watch you get slapped. Yeah. And get out. Let Go me tell you, uh, why don't you all ask my wife about my museum habits? Because this is this is how I approach museums. And I work in museums, so this is how I approach them as well. Okay. If you can reach it, if you can reach it, you can touch it. If the door is unlocked, you can go through it. <laughs> what if there's signage? What if there's, if signage? there's signage that's different? If there isn't. What if there's a velvet rope? Well, as we all know that throughout the history of all mankind, Velvet Rope has always guarded things, including the pearly gates of heaven. So therefore, the rope must only be removed by those who can remove it. Right. People such as yourself. Yes, yes. (laughs) So you're like a saint. um, (laughs) No, but anyway, so it was funny, though, because you're talking about that episode and my wife turns to me and she goes, that's you. And I'm like, leave me alone. And it's funny because now you guys are all over here like, you know, who does that? And I'm like, I'm your friend that does that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're ridiculous. Oh, too funny. I, I think for me, what was so funny about that is that she was so incessant about it, even after being told, hey, no touching. Like, yeah. She's like, can I? No touching. And then they were like, well, well, maybe the back. <laughs> well, I thought, yeah. Well, I, the frame, she was touching the frame or whatever. Well, I thought she was going to start touching everything when the lady was like, I'll be right back. Like to go get her sodas or whatever. And she was oh, like, yeah, I'm going to bring like, you a soda. Yeah. And I thought she was going to start touching everything. Oh, but that was when her and Lisa had their moment about, uh, she was telling Lisa that they were separated. And, uh, right. Yeah, that That's was, where that it was. was yeah, that was that. Well, that was that one time. That's how Lisa found out. But Lisa didn't. I don't think Lisa told anybody because it was Jen, I believe, who told Heather, and Heather told Whitney. And so now it's uh, 
it's all it's gonna get all over the place and you know seth's gonna be mad about it because he was already thinking that she was telling people and she was like i ain't telling nobody and he he a bum he's such a bum i can't wait to see him next episode well i can't wait to watch it too like even though i i'm getting very turned off by all of it and getting very tired (laughs) i i I can't wait to see what the next one is because i just want to see somebody pop off and hopefully there's a fight well, that'll wrap it up for this week, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dos Gringos y Two Latinos. And don't forget to follow us on the Twitter page at Dos, at Dos E2. That's D-O-S-Y-T-W-O. We'll see you next week. Very nice. Very nice. Mike, you getting a, you getting a microphone? I don't want to do it now. <laughs> okay i'll i'll make a note i'll i'll call out mike's technical difficulties though <laughs> all right here we go again <clears throat> welcome back to another episode of dos gringos y two latinos we are four best friends who are here to talk about whatever the hell we want and you're invited for the ride i'm your host pedro along with this is joseph <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's all right keep it keep it in and Mike should be here. He is here presently, but he oh. looks like he's having oh. some technical difficulties. Wait, is he here? I see his avatar. I see his little bear. Son of a bitch. I'm going to have to start this over again. Yes, I am. Doing it again. <clears throat> Do it live. We're good. Okay.